You're listening to the best of Morning Drive with Dietrich and White, an on-demand audio presentation of redpeachsports.com and ESPN977.com. Now here's today's show. Good morning, North Louisiana. What up? How goes it? Aaron and Jake hanging out on this Thursday morning, the Caldwell Banker Group One Realty Studio in West Monroe. John Tabor doing a fabulous job back at the Sports Talk 97.7 headquarters in Ruston. Uh, we'll go through some headlines. Chris Blair is going to join us uh, in the next segment. Uh, he's got some uh, obligations there at the SEC tournament he needs to take care of, but he will join us here very shortly. Uh, got a couple other people weighing in on their bucket list sporting events they want to attend before they kick the bucket. Uh, Quinn is not a huge fan of UFC, unlike Jake. Quint says the UFC would be pretty cool if they didn't lay all over each other. <laughs> See, <clears throat> he, that sounds like me with golf. Like, if, if you don't understand the intricacies of the sport, sure, you're not going to enjoy it as much. Uh, and, like, with, you know, UFC, I, I like the chess game on the mat. I like seeing how they're trying to set up submissions and how they're trying to defend. And, you know, I, so I you I, understand all that from uh, yeah. your uh, wrestling background, I take it? Uh, jiu-jitsu. I, I didn't wrestle. I, I, I took a little bit of jiu-jitsu. That was just me being a subtle jerk again, Jake. Oh, okay. You didn't catch on, so that's why it was very subtle. Ah, yeah, well, there you go. Uh, Trey says, a Virginia Tech night game? I thought about that. Yeah. But I ended up going with the Clemson night game instead. But, yeah, I, I feel like maybe five years ago I'd had Virginia Tech over Clemson. Now I think Clemson. I want to experience that more. Our top three coming up here in minutes. We uh, revisit some headlines here at 8 o'clock. Uh, busy, busy time of the year with a lot of different sports overlapping each other the biggest storylines being last night in conference tournaments ulm and louisiana tech both win in the first rounds of their tournaments so they both advance on to play right on cue because doug just asked um if we asked about basketball he couldn't find a score anywhere yeah so welcome to the party a lot of people can't <laughs> find that score <laughs> Get them in, Aaron. Get them in. It could be a write-up every once in a while it about ULM be. hoops, right? Well, you, I went to Arkansas State's website to, <laughs> to read about it. So, uh, Big win for ULM, though, considering they take care of business versus Arkansas State, a team, a squad, the Red Wolves, they got the best of them on Saturday. ULM will now square off against Georgia Southern. There you go. Um, Duncan Dogs, with a, a they grind out a win last night versus North yeah. Texas. They'll now get a matchup against Old Dominion tonight at 8.30. Yeah, they pulled that one out 68-62 to against North Texas. We got the Lady Texters uh, playing this afternoon at 2 o'clock versus North Texas. We got some sound from Brookstore we'll share with you uh, later in the, the show. High school basketball state championships uh, yesterday. Wasman's championship dreams crushed by Madison Prep. An ugly shooting performance for, for the Wildcats. Uh, their season comes to an end, but it was a nice run once again by Casey Jones and the Cats. Another stellar run. I mean, three straight years to make it to the state championship, to make it to the state tournament, I should say. Um, but, man, Madison Prep was so impressive. The Josh LeBlanc kid, the Georgetown commit, was just such a physical beast out there. And that you can say that about Madison Prep, you know, altogether. I mean, they were just more physical, and unfortunately, Wasman couldn't hit anything last night. Went 0 for 18 in the first quarter. A very bad shooting night for Wasman. Uh, Simsboro's march towards the state championship continues. Now we get the matchup between Simsboro and Zawali for a championship. Obviously, Delhi and Summerfield have already punched their tickets to advance to the finals. 
today. Uh, two teams of local interest will be playing. You got Ravel versus Red River. Ravel's uh, average margin of victory continues to be sky high in this postseason. What are they at? 43? 44, 44 I think. Uh, Jake said it at 25 when the playoffs started. He's looking good right now. I'm looking good. Although the last game certainly didn't help that average with it being 9 or, or 11 points, however much it was. Uh, if you like defense, these two teams will provide it tonight. you got Washita versus Landry Walker in a 5A semifinal game. Yeah, Landry Walker, who won the state championship last year, trying to defend their crown. College baseball last night in front of 2,000. And 91 fans. The Diamond Dogs take care of the Warhawks 7 0. Pit starting pitching continues to be the storyline for this tech team. David Leal, this is the third midweek game in a row that he has been sensational. He goes eight innings, has eight strikeouts, only gives up four hits. Now for the season, he's gone, pitched over 21 innings, and has only given up one earned run on the year. The starting pitching for Louisiana Tech has been incredible this year. Their numbers now, .87 is their ERA, which is eight earned runs over 82 and two-thirds innings, 86 Ks and 16 walks during those 82 and two-thirds innings. Love those stats. Here's the thing I want to see from, from both teams now. Now that this game has taken place, uh, I think, you know, on Tech's side, we've seen them get off to, to hot starts. Last year was incredible, the start that they had, and then they fizzled a little bit. I want to see if they can sustain it this year. That's a storyline to, to most certainly keep an eye on. And for ULM, I thought, you know, they got a lot of momentum early. There was there was that newness to it. And uh, I thought it was kind of a little bit easier for them to, to, to gain some momentum, you know, starting brand new. Now, now that they face some adversity, now that they've suffered a, a, pretty, a pretty tough loss against Louisiana Tech, can they handle that adversity and continue to progress as a baseball team? The Cajuns celebrate a national championship or perhaps just a midweek game against LSU. They do it in dramatic fashion, a walk-off in the 10th inning. <clears throat> few of the headlines on this Thursday morning. We go back to the subject on this Top 10 Thursday, it being Jake. Uh, top 10 sporting events we want to attend before we kick the bucket. Uh, Sam weighs in, says a game at Lambeau Field, preferably against the Saints, a good Rose Bowl matchup, and a game at Fenway with the Red Sox and the Yankees. Yes. Yeah, good stuff, Sam. Richie says a post-Brian Kelly Notre Dame game against the major <laughs> rival in the snow. I imagine the atmosphere will be insane. Yes, uh, Notre Dame game. We should have put that Yeah, that's honorable mention. All right, so let's get to our uh, top three, Jake. It uh, couldn't be all college football for me. Yeah. What you got? Uh, so top three, I've got – at number three, I've got Omaha. I want to experience the College World Series in Omaha. I can't believe – Does LSU have to be there? No, I can't believe I'm – 26 and I still haven't experienced this. This has been something I've talked about since I was in high school with buddies. Like, hey, we're going to go next year. It just hasn't happened. I call bull on the fact that he says LSU does not have to be there. No, I want to go and, and experience. I mean, it would be more fun if LSU made it, but I, they don't have to be there for me to go and, and experience it. All 10 days. <laughs> that's that's going to be expensive. Uh, hey, I, I would like that to happen, but realistically... Uh, probably probably four to five days. All right, at number three for me, and I'm winning over Tabor quickly, a World Series game in Wrigley yeah. in the bleachers. Pretty good. Um, I I thought about that, but I went with the Yankees Red Sox instead. I just want I, I want I want to experience that, Aaron. That's something I understand. Wrigley is something that, that we all grew up wanting to see, but I I grew up feeling the same way about Fenway. You know, I always thought Fenway was super cool. Um, and, and I wanted to experience that robbery. But I can't hate on you for having Wrigley that high. 
at number two. Go ahead. Duke, UNC at Cameron Indoor. You had that too low on your list. I had it at number seven. Whenever I think of bucket list, I, this is one of the first things that comes to my mind. I, I've always wanted to do it. I think that atmosphere is, is top-notch, you know, especially with just how close it is, how tight it is, how everybody's in sync with Duke, and I just I want to experience that. Should come as no surprise, Kentucky Derby in a suite being number so, two. So, okay, I, I've been hating on horse racing, but – Betting on the horses might might sway me. That would be that would be fun. I, I'll give you that. Um, as but I, but I'm thinking about sport events and I'm thinking about like at watching the actual competition. I think I would rather watch football, baseball, or basketball. To be honest with you, you got a good point there. But the pageantry and of course everything that goes on with the Kentucky Derby. Okay, I mean, I, look, I think it'll be a cool experience. It wouldn't be top five for me. All right, and my number one doesn't even crack Jake's top ten list. That being the... Your number one? Not even on your top ten. I'm trying to think. Masters. Yes, Masters. My number one... A Sunday with Tiger in contention. (laughs) Keep dreaming. Keep dreaming. On which part? Me going to the Masters on a Sunday or Tiger being in contention on a Sunday? Both. I'm writing down this date right now. Oh, Tiger's making his comeback again? Yes. Oh, okay. My number one is the Rose Bowl. Give me a Rose Bowl matchup. I want to see the granddaddy of them all. You know, I, at this point, I don't really care what the matchup is. I want to see the Rose Bowl. Hmm. All right, Tabor, you heard all our nonsense over the last uh, 45 minutes. Give us your top uh, three. Uh, top three would probably be oof, trying to think of the third. I'm going to – 1-1-A one would definitely be Army-Navy and the Merseyside Derby at Anfield. And the what? And, um, Liverpool versus um, Everton. Oh, okay. The, the <laughs> Merseyside, Merseyside in, the, in the city of Liverpool, their they're in-city rivalry. Yeah. As I hear this music, do you just think of James Brown and Rocky I'm thinking and, about of course, the prize fight yeah. in Vegas? Yeah, Rocky Four. Okay, number three would be a Connor fight in Vegas opening weekend of college Ooh. football season. Good. Uh, he, he, yeah, he added yeah, something. Yeah, he put a that. slash. Yeah. <laughs> he went Cordell Stewart there. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that's that's definitely worth experiencing. Very cool. Uh, you can continue to weigh in at 888-993-7762. It is Top Ten Thursday. Jake needs to work on his list before. Uh, no, dude. Your list was garbage. <laughs> I, I, you're going – when you think about it, you're going for the event. Yeah. You're thinking about, I want this experience, which I can't. That's a different way of looking at it. I'm thinking about. That's just because I'm love? older, seasoned a little bit more, so. and it's more about the event. And then you throw it's more. It's about the. It's the about sporting the event, and then of course you throw in the event. Yeah, I'm thinking sport first. I'm thinking, what are my favorite sports? What have I not witnessed in that sport? That's why my list is so different from yours. Morning Drive returns after this. The voice of the LSU Tigers, Chris Blair, joins us after the break. Whatever car you're looking for, whatever the price, for how many doors, cars, trucks, and SUVs, the king of the road car king. 
We treat you like royalty. We earn your trust and loyalty. You'll be wearing the crown and you'll start to sing. The king of the road, the king of the road, car king. Whether you have a sports or an orthopedic injury, nagging low back or neck pain, work-related injury, or even vertigo, get the care and treatment you need at Legacy Outpatient Therapy Services. LOTS has been a reliable health care provider for Ruston and the surrounding communities for over 15 years. Give Chase Patterson and his team of skilled therapists a call at 318-255-9601 or visit our website at LegacyRehab.net. LOTS, official partner of Louisiana Tech Athletics and your home for trusted therapy solutions. Powered by Legacy Rehabilitation. If an insurance company is there to sell you insurance, shouldn't it also be there to service it? After all, what good is your insurance if you can't even talk to a real person about your policy, let alone receive prompt claim service? Don't worry. At Farm Bureau Insurance, we're here to help with experienced agents, so you never have to worry about who's going to be on the other end of the phone. You know it's going to be your personal Farm Bureau insurance agent with fast, fair claim service where you need it and when you need it most. Call today for your free no-obligation review for auto, home, and life insurance that's custom-tailored just for you. In Jackson Parish, call Eddie Simpson at 259-4082. Louisiana Farm Bureau Casualty Insurance Company, Louisiana Farm Bureau Mutual Insurance Company, Southern Farm Bureau Casualty Insurance Company, Southern Farm Bureau Life Insurance Company, Jackson, Mississippi. Grab another cup of coffee and keep tuned to The Morning Drive. This hour is sponsored by Car King and Monroe. Welcome back to The Morning Drive. Aaron and Jake hanging out here in the Caldwell Banker Group 1 Realty Studio in West Monroe on this Top 10 Thursday. A very busy man. We're glad that he could uh, squeeze out a couple minutes for us. The voice of the LSU Tigers, Chris Blair. How are you doing this morning, bud? Doing good, guys. Doing good. Hope you're doing well. Yeah, of course, you're at the SEC tournament, and we got plenty of LSU questions for you. But I just wanted to tie you in with this. Uh, we were doing our Top 10 Thursday uh, bucket list things for for us, and we're not going to bore you with our list. But I had, of course, uh, the Masters on a Sunday being one, and then the Kentucky Derby number two. What would you put at the top of your list? Hmm, gosh, it's interesting. I don't know. I've been to both the Masters and the Derby, which are oh. really great events. Uh whew. You know, I don't know. I mean, I guess one of the major sporting events I've never been to is the Super Bowl. But yeah. I don't know that – I don't even know if I'd put it on a bucket list. And I'm, I'm assuming you want a sports bucket list. Is that what we're discussing? That usually helps, yes. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, there's there's things on my bucket list. I don't know that they're sports-related, though. I mean, uh, I guess the Super Bowl, just to say that I had been. Hey, of those two, because they're number one and number two for me, which one did you enjoy the more, the, the Kentucky Derby uh, or the Masters? Yeah, well, being, yeah, being a Kentucky native, being born and raised there, I think, you know, being at the Derby, there's a sense of, you know, pride of, you know, where you come from. So, for me, it's a, it's, it's a great event. And uh, it's hard to do now because based on when it's scheduled, I'm usually pretty busy. Um, and then the Masters, of course. I tell you what, I've been on uh, Saturday, been on Sunday, um, but the most enjoyable day that I got to go to a number of times was actually the Wednesday practice round, mm. which for me I'll take because number one, it's a little less crowded. You can walk the course, you can do the entire walk that they do. Uh, you can pick a group, follow them, pick a guy, follow him. Um, you can get around a little easier once you w- get wedged in on Saturday or Sunday. 
uh, you're kind of stuck. There's not a lot of movement. And uh, plus, they get their hair down a little bit, and you get some interaction. So for my money, Wednesday's practice round in the Par 3 tournament is what I'd pick over all of it. A lot of listeners want to go to a, a conference basketball uh, championship or a tournament. You are at one this week for the SEC tournament. What's the vibe or what's the atmosphere like? feel like for you right now? Well, it's interesting because I think there's a number of teams, um, you know, talking to a number of guys this morning in our meetings that feel like they could come out of here, you know, winning the winning the uh, championship, which, you know, there's not many years you can say that. There's usually, you know, one or two major favorites and then a team that might make some noise and then everybody else is, you know, enters and exits early. Um, you don't get the sense that this time around. Uh, you know, there's some teams that are picking up steam. Georgia, for example, played extremely well yesterday. They got the player of the year in the league. Um, they certainly could do some damage here in St. Louis. Um, you know, you've got Kentucky, you've got Auburn, which I think Auburn looks like the best team uh, to the eye test as well as on paper. Uh, but you got a hard-nosed, gritty team in Tennessee with the coach of the year, Rick Barnes. So, you know, I mean, you could almost make an argument for about six teams who have a pretty good shot uh, to maybe be cutting down the nets at the end of the weekend. From a guy who knows, what's up with Tremont Waters' nose? Uh, well, he's just got a, got a little little injury, um, you know. But I don't think, you know, I don't think it's going to affect what he does with his hands and feet. So. Uh, we'll have to wait and see. Shootaround's coming up later this morning, so I'll be interested to see. Jake hated that pun. By that the was way. awful. <laughs> that was so bad. It could have uh, done better. It could have done better. I'm with you, Jake. <laughs> you look at this matchup with uh, Mississippi State. You go back to when they just played, and of course, uh, what do you make of it? And, and does that come into effect or into play for this matchup in the postseason play? You know, I have to agree with Coach Will Wade, and I, you know, I think. He mentioned earlier this week, sometimes when you're coming off a loss to a team, maybe you have the slight advantage if you're turning around and playing in less than a week um, because your mistakes are glaring and you can point those out quickly and they stay fresh on the mind as opposed to playing a team and then not seeing them for two months later. Um, so I think that's an advantage for Mississippi State. But I think, you know, looking at this team this year, there are really three teams in the league that I think LSU matches up well against. One is Arkansas. The other is Texas A&M. And the third is Mississippi State. Now, we played the first two teams twice. Uh, so I'm really um, – I'm a firm believer in that we match up well. It doesn't mean we can beat them every time. It just means we match up well. Uh, having seen Mississippi State just once, I kind of feel the same way. And that's because it, it's, it's a game where our bigs, Dwapreef and Aaron Epps, can have success and really have had success. Uh, you couple that with the play you get in the backcourt, that's when LSU is as strong as they can be. Uh, you know, it's really been teams that have taken one or the other away uh, that have had success against LSU this year. It's when the guards have shot 20% from the field and maybe your bigs are scoring 20-plus points or the opposite way. Um, you know, for the most part, they had it inside and outside against Mississippi State. They look impressive getting off the bus, but they're not a very physical team, especially in the lane. And that plays to LSU strengths because they've had trouble against teams that really come in and play a physical style of game in the lane. You're juggling, of course, uh, basketball and baseball. Uh, some LSU news and notes from the Diamond. First of all, Zach Hess in that performance last Friday, the National Player of the Year. I guess he's making that transition from bullpen to starting uh, look easy right now. Yeah, I don't think it was a big surprise for anybody. I mean, the guy's a competitor. you got to imagine he spent most of his high school, if not all of his high school, as the big dog on the mound for the biggest game. So, you know, he certainly has it in him. I think it changed the way he approached things, especially – from the middle of last year 
to, to the start of this year. But I think he's handled it well. Um, I think they got a little surprised by how pesky Notre Dame was in that opening weekend, and frankly, I think got outplayed. Um, since then, they've settled down, and, and as Coach Maneri told me earlier in the week, you know, Friday night in that first game last weekend, you know, Zach kind of set the tone, um, and then Caleb was able to follow it, and then we saw a pretty good outing from A.J. Labus, albeit in just two innings. Uh, and then Mikel Hilliard, who came in and had his longest outing of the year, looked pretty good. So I think the pitching staff, much to what I expected this year, is ramping up, getting better as each day goes by. And uh, I don't think it's as big a worry as maybe people thought it was in week number one. Speaking of another Zach, Zach Watson returning to the lineup, what does that mean for the Tigers? I know he had a big day versus Southern last night. Uh, didn't uh, produce any hits, I believe, but just overall what that could mean for the Tigers. Oh, it's huge. I mean, again, it it puts another power bat in the in the lineup, um, which again, this team already has shown a propensity to really spread that power around in the lineup so far. Uh, but to have another guy in there, and then just having your center fielder who who's kind of you know leads by example. He's a captain, uh, you know, just by the way he performs. People follow his standard, uh, and it's good to have him back in the lineup. I mean, again, when you start to get Zach back and then down the road, hopefully Josh Smith is able to bounce back, it's going to be a tough problem for Coach Maneri and, and Coach Ochinko to have. I mean, they're going to have to figure out who's going to have to sit today in this lineup uh, because, you know, you've had a great job from Brant Broussard, which is no surprise at second. He's hitting the ball extremely well. How Hughes stepping in for Josh Smith has been just, I think, Lanyap at this point. I mean, you knew defensively he was going to be solid, but what he's done at the plate in the nine hole has been very impressive on top of that. The Jordan twins have been great. You know, now you got Jake Slaughter coming along and hitting the ball extremely hard like he has all year. Now they're actually falling. Um, so I think it's a good problem to have. I think they're going to have plenty of firepower in the lineup, and having Zach Watson back as, as Mr. Consistent as he was the majority of last season can only do wonders for LSU overall. Speaking of Jake, uh, tinkering with the lineup uh, last night, what uh, they put him in a leadoff. Yeah. You think this is just Paul Maneri in the middle of the week just trying something different? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I think he wants to see how guys handle certain situations. Uh, he's done it with basically every player he's ever had. I mean, as big a name as you can come up with, you know, Coach Maneri has given them opportunities to see how they shine or don't shine in certain situations, uh, which uh, more times than not come into be big decisions later on in the year. Uh, you know, I think you can go back, you know, almost every year and say, you know, this change was made mid-season or this change was made at the end of the season, you know, with this particular player, and this is what it led to. Um, so I think it's just nothing more than, hey, let's see what he can do. You know, seeing the first pitches of the day, being up at the top of the lineup, see how aggressive he is. I know you're hoping you're in uh, Atlanta the entire weekend. You missed the Hawaii series. Strange uh, matchup with the, the Rainbows. Uh, what do you know about them? Do you know anything about them coming into Baton Rouge? Interestingly enough, my 13-year-old son pointed out to me on Monday of this week uh, that their pitching staff is pretty strong. I mean, they got two guys with under a one ERA. You know, they played BYU. Uh, they played a couple of teams from the West Coast. Uh, Pitching-wise, they're going to be pretty tough. So we'll, we'll see. You know, I mean, when you come in this weekend, uh, it'll be a lot different playing at uh, you know Alec Box Stadium, which what I expect will be a decent, some really good crowd and good energy. See if these pitchers' numbers are a little skewed to start the season, but. Well, you look at their, you know, three starters, they've racked up some big numbers, you know, way more strikeouts than walks, way more strikeouts than hits. Uh, you know, like I said, their ERA is under one. Um, so I think pitching is going to be the thing to look for. Chris, I love the fact that the 11-year-old's doing research on Hawaii. That's fantastic. Mm -hmm. No, he's, uh, he takes to it pretty good. I mean, uh, I wish I had the, uh, 
the research skills or the time. Maybe the time's a big difference. He's got a lot of time after school to kind of look ahead down the schedule. When I'm juggling two sports, kind of hard to keep you know the game in front of me on my mind. All right, uh, we appreciate the time. It's going to be an exciting weekend. Uh, what's it look like uh, with this matchup? Uh, when when will you guys be on the air? Yeah, we'll crank up around five thirty. That's the hope. They'll have the two early games starting at twelve noon Central Time. Uh, to get things started, Alabama will start off today's session, uh, and hopefully we'll hit the air right on time at 5.30 and tip it off between Tigers and Mississippi State, 6 o'clock. Thank you, Chris. Appreciate it, bud. We'll be listening. Uh, all right, guys. Thanks. Chris Blair, the voice of the LSU Tigers, joins us for his weekly visit. All right, so I have a question for you. When you said that pun about the nose, uh-huh. when it came out, did you think, man, I nailed that? Or did, did it, when it came out, were you like, I hope not everyone caught that? <laughs> Because you looked at me pretty quick, like, uh-oh. <laughs> I'm going to be uh, regretting that one. Yeah, well, you know, when it rolled off, I was like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> it sounded much cooler in my head. <laughs> that happens there. a lot of times. I've been though. there a time or two, huh? Yeah. Uh, so I shouldn't use that again, probably. No, I don't, I don't think so, buddy. That's yeah. okay. I appreciate the effort. Uh-huh. I think he did, too. Yeah. I don't know if he appreciated the question. Whenever you're asking somebody about injuries, injuries. and that, yeah. but. Tremont Waters, though, I guess uh, in practice, he took wearing a, sh- a mask. shot to the nose. That's what it sounded like, and he's wearing a mask now, uh. which has got me excited. Got me, <laughs> got me thinking about Rip Hamilton uh. back in the day. Mm. So we'll see. See if he has a transformation on the court. A guy I, that's been beating the LSU basketball drum the entire year. Oh, you want me to make the case for them at the tournament right no, now? No, just a uh, prediction. How many games into this tournament will they go? I think they win tonight. I'm, I agree with, with Chris. They they just match up so well with teams that are guard-oriented, and that's what Mississippi State is. They got the Weatherspoon brothers who are really great players, but when you match up with guards, I, I really like Tremont Waters and, and Skylar Mays against, against a lot of teams. And so when when you don't have an inside presence like a lot of these other teams like Georgia and you know South Carolina, Tennessee, et cetera, et cetera, I think LSU has a good chance of winning that game. So I think LSU wins tonight, but then they get Tennessee tomorrow, and Tennessee is crafted to crush LSU. Ooh. LSU just does not match up well against Tennessee. So I think they win tonight, lose tomorrow. 888-993-7762. This is Stuart Shelby State Farm Hotline slash text line. Go to stuartshelby.com for a free quote. Let's take a timeout. You can continue to weigh in on things on your bucket list. Man, talk about crushing it. Uh, number one, number two, he had scratched off my list. He's already done it. That man has seen some things. Yeah, just hadn't been to a Super Bowl yet. Though. Yeah. You, hey, you have him That's there. That's right. That's right. Also been to a national championship for LSU. Something he hasn't been to. Will he get to that? (laughs) (laughs) I digress. Kenny McGuire joins us next. We'll talk a little uh, Louisiana Tech hoops after the break. I am Jessica Ledoux, member and employee for Washita Valley Federal Credit Union. Becoming a member of Washita Valley is much easier today. Memberships are now open to anyone who lives, works, worships, attends school, or owns a business in any of our seven parishes that we serve. Our goal is to offer you personal banking and to make sure you're getting the best rates possible. Washita Valley currently serves Caldwell, Franklin, Jackson, Lincoln, Morehouse, Washita, and Richland Parishes. We know you have a choice when it comes to your finances, and to us, you're not just a member. 
So if you live, work, worship, attend school, or own a business in Caldwell, Franklin, Jackson, Lincoln, Morehouse, Washita, or Richland Parish, let Washita Valley provide you with excellent service and secure financial well-being. Membership eligibility required. Member NCUA. Whatever car you're looking for, whatever the price for how many doors, cars, trucks, and SUVs, the king of the road car king. We treat you like royalty, we earn your trust and loyalty. You'll be wearing the crown and you'll start to sing, the king of the road, the king of the road car king. The Morning Drive, sponsored by BOR, Bank of Ruston, now in Monroe. Your investment property, business, and home loan specialist. Come see BOR at our new location, 2450 Tower Drive in Monroe. Or call us at 812-BANK. B-O-R. We are your Monroe Banking Center. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. Good morning, Louisiana. This is the Morning Drive. This hour is sponsored by Car King in Monroe. Uh, Damien on the Stuart Shelby State Farm uh, hotline with a little chin music here. Didn't ask about the Cajuns' walk-off last night against the Tigers. Went with the bucket list, quote, softball. Uh, point taken. The only problem was that he wasn't at the game last night either. When, uh, referencing Chris Blair, the voice of the LSU Tigers, why I did not bring that up. Yeah. And plus, I mean, so much going on with the SC tournament. Mm-hmm. Didn't even get a chance to watch it. Point taken, though. And plus, I save all my hard-hitting questions for uh, Kay McGuire from Louisiana Tech's uh, Sports Information Department. He joins us from Frisco, Texas, on the Stuart Shelby State Farm Hotline. What up, Kane? Hey, Aaron. How are you? Oh, wake up, man. you got to have a little bit more pep than that. <laughs> Not yet, hey, man. It was, it was a late night. It was a late night. I, I know. I got to ask you this. Uh, is Malcolm Butler, is he just drooling on himself being over there near Jerry's world? and Or is security needed for him at the star? Consider, I'm sure he's trying to uh, check a few doors and maybe break into an office or two. Oh, he's in, he's in heaven right now. I think he just keeps looking behind his shoulder seeing if Dak Prescott's there. <laughs> uh, tell us a little bit about the setup at the star, because I understand it is a little unique. It is very unique, Aaron, uh, but I think it's really, really cool. Um, you know, you, you've got, you know, two courts, you know, separated by a very, very large acoustic curtain. And, you know, you can come to this session and, you know, if you want to as a fan, just go from one court to another and, and watch two games going on at the same time. You know, during last night's game, you, you never really heard any any whistles, which I'm, I'm sure that's, that's probably was the biggest concern for the players is hearing an inadvertent whistle. But other than that, it was just you know, every now and then you would hear the band from the other side, but it was just background noise like you usually hear. You know, I thought it was a really cool. It felt a little bit like a NCAA tournament environment with the way the court was laid out and you had the risers next to you. And uh, there was a, it was a tremendous atmosphere, of course, last night playing North Texas, who was the quote unquote home team. And we had a, a great crowd there as well. So I, I thought it was awesome. I understand Jerry Jones has some money, so this probably isn't just a regular <laughs> curtain at a, a elementary cafeteria that they bring down. That is true. You know, he is short two million dollars here recently, but he still <laughs> he still has plenty more in the bank. 
to put this show on. So I, I thought it was a tremendous first day for the, for the conference tournament. Uh, the logistics of it, as this thing plays out, then I guess they go down to one court. Do they refigure the, the place, or they just move to one side? How is that going to work? Uh, you know, t- today will be just like yesterday, where you'll have uh, four women's games in the first session and then four men's games in the night session, and then all the games will move to court A, which is the court that we played on, which is closest to, I guess, the, the main entrance uh, of the part. So uh, I don't know if they'll remove the curtain or take down the other court prior to that. Uh, I would yeah. doubt it. Uh, they're just going to to move all the all the games over to court A. Kane, uh, describe uh, last night's game. I understand it was uh, very physical, at times a little bloody. What did it take for the Duncan Dogs to uh, win this thing? Well, it, you know, this season, you know, we haven't been consistent, especially on the defensive end. You know, I think that's been the, the biggest um, negative that Coach Conkle would say about our team because the numbers show that when we defend at a high level and when we defend when we're capable of, you know, odds are we're going to win, you know. You know, I've got a stat that you know, whenever we hold opponents to 69 points or less, we're 13 and one this season, and uh, and when we don't, we're four and 14. And so, uh, you know, North Texas came out, you know, shooting better than we did. You know, they made seven of their first 13 field goals. You know, through the first eight minutes of the game, had a seven point lead, but for the next 30 minutes of game play, they only scored 33 points. You know, I thought we really defended hard. You know, they shoot the three ball so well. They've got one of the best three-point shooters in the country in Roosevelt Smart. And then they've got a walk-on that comes off the bench, DJ Draper, that can let it rip. And they only made four three-pointers. The entire team did uh, all night. So, you know, we made them put the ball on the deck and, and drive it to the basket. And, and that's exactly what we did, too, because we didn't have a lot of three-point uh, shots falling as well. So there was a, a lot of paint points, and it was a, a lot of contact. It was definitely – uh you know, a grinded out game, and I think that's something that we needed for our confidence moving forward. All right, Kane, I'm a little slow. So it was 69 points or less, 13 and one, and when you're not four and 14, that is correct. <laughs> wow, that is pretty good. All right, now march forward the matchup against uh, Old Dominion. Uh, refresh our memories. What happened the first time these two teams slugged it out? Oh, they shot the lights out of it. Um, I, I remember we were we got up. Early, I think it was about 11-9 when Jacoby hit a three-pointer. And then just from then on, uh, they are just, you know, obviously they, they've, they've got a ton of size and, and they're one of the best rebounding teams in the league and, and quite possibly the country um, with their two bigs, Brandon Stiff and, and Trey Porter. But really their their engine is their point guard, Ahmad Caver, who is first-team all-conference USA player. Uh, he makes that team go, and uh, they shot the ball so well against us and Rustin. I know they got up to a, about a 20, 25-point lead on us in the second half, but you know, we once that happened, you know, we we played, we started to play really, really hard, which is incredible. Once we do that, you know, we 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 had a stretch there where we, you know, pretty much dominated them and, and got it down to about a 10-point deficit, if I recall. So. Um, you know, we just we can't come out slow, and, and that's been you know another negative for us. We've got to come out firing on both ends. Uh, we know it's going to be a very physical game because they play a very physical game. So you know, hopefully, you know, last night's effort will uh, definitely carry over into tonight's game. 
Is this a tough matchup just considering their strength is the inside game and uh, Tech, most would point that out as the in- lack of inside presence being a weakness? Yeah, I mean, it, it is a tough matchup. And, I mean, Old Dominion's a tough matchup for for, for almost anybody in this league. They, they had a tremendous season with, you know, putting together 24 wins and, and finishing second in the conference. You know, they had they had a run where they were, you know, they had the, the longest road winning streak in the entire country. So uh, Jeff Jones has done a tremendous job. They're they're very old and they're very experienced. I mean, they'll they'll basically play nothing but seniors and juniors um, that have been through the grind. So you know, hopefully we can use you know last night's experience of, of playing on the court and and uh, and being in that type of environment to to our advantage and and you know hopefully you know come out with a, a lot more fire and a lot more juice and and just uh, see where the chips fall. Kane, I know it's early on, but uh, people you talk to and bump into, what's the vibe about having this at a neutral site in Frisco and, of course, getting this thing away from Birmingham? Well, I mean, from my experience, I thought last night was, was amazing. Of course, you, you probably had you know, you know, two of the, the local teams playing each other, and that, and that, may, be, that may have been part of it. But, I mean, it was, it was packed as far as the, the two risers right next to the court. And, you know, it was, it was loud. It was energetic. I don't know about the other the other games. I didn't get to watch uh, too much else since you know we didn't get to the arena until you know about seven fifteen p.m. So we got to watch a little bit of Southern Miss FIU. But you know, I, I thought it was great personally. You know, I know some people had some some worries, and you know, this is obviously the first time they're having it here, and it's unique. So you know, little things are going to happen here and there. But you know, I think it's. It's great for the league. Uh, I think it's a, a tremendous venue, obviously. So um, I'm happy with it. So that, that's my opinion, one man's opinion. All right, Ken, another uh, late night. Certainly appreciate you getting up early this morning. Uh, appreciate the time, bud. All right, thanks, Aaron. Louisiana Tech, Old Dominion tonight at 830. Of course, the Hall of Famer, Dave Nitz, and Jack Thigpen will have the call tonight. Lady Texters in action uh, later today at 2 o'clock. You look at this Tech team and what they've done this year on the women's side. They have shown that they can play with and beat just about everybody in this conference. They go in as the number three seed, looking to make it to the big dance for the first time since 2011. I had an opportunity to catch up with uh, Brooks Store before they left. Here's a, just a short portion of that interview. Well, I think anytime um, any of your players uh, get recognition, it's great um, for the program. Um, it's great recognition um, for each of them individually and just kind of um, honors them for the work that they've put in this season. And I, I think when you look at what Lex and, and Kiera and um, Taylor have done on and off the court, has been very good for this team from a leadership standpoint. And just being able to compete the, the way they have has been really big for us this season and has been a big part of our success. So happy for them. Um, the neat thing about those three is they're so concerned about our team's success that they don't get caught up in that. And um, that's been a joy to be able to coach them. And, and when you see kids get honored in that way, it's, it's really special. From a player then as a coach has had great success in postseason play, what is your message to them heading into this season? One game at a time. You know, we can't look at it and go, we have three games. 
um, this week in Frisco, we have one game. And that's the only thing that anybody's guaranteed is that next game. And our preparation has been that way for the, you know, all season long of get better today. And I think that when we can be consistent throughout the year with that message, postseason doesn't change at that point. Everybody's emotions and anxiety and everything's ratcheted up a little bit at this point in the year. But we should be calm and, and collected because that's how we've prepared every single day. No matter who we play, it's one game at a time. And we, we try to do our best that single day in order to get to the next game. How do you handicap this tournament? Well, I think we've got as good a shot as anybody in the, in the um, field. I think a number of teams have a, a good shot at it, but so many things have to go your way. Um, you know, balls bounce a certain way, teams get hot, um, top seeds get knocked off. You just, you know, you show up and you compete at your best. And I think, um, you know, if we go and, and we do that and play the way we have the last couple of weeks, then we've got as good a shot as anybody. Yeah, I think it will be. I think our players are anxious and excited to see what it looks like. I'm a huge Cowboys fan, and I know all the Saints fans are going to be mad at me for saying that, but um, I grew up a Cowboys fan, and so it's fun. to The, the place is incredible, and I, I don't know if you guys have been there, but just anything that they do is going to be first class, and so I'm excited to see what it's going to look like, but I'm excited it's on a neutral court, and I think it gives you a true postseason feel when you don't go to a home a home court advantage um, for an institution, and I think it's great for our league to move in that direction. Lady Textures versus North Texas today at 2 o'clock. Today's Louisiana Tech Report brought to you by Legacy Rehab. They offer physical, occupational, and speech therapy solutions for many of our local health care facilities. Whether it's sports medicine, pediatrics, or chronic pain management, Legacy covers it all. Serving locations in Ruston, Monroe, Bastrop, Farmersville, Bernice, Menden, and South Arkansas. Call 255-5980 for more information. 255-5980, Legacy Rehab. Well said. Aaron, I question Larry Monroe's math. Uh-oh. He says, events I would love to see before I kick the bucket. Number five, LSU homecoming. Number four, the Bassmaster Classic. Number three, the Players' Championship. Would love to see that 17th hole being played. Number four, the Riders' Cup. Hopefully the U.S. wins. Number three, MLB World Series. <laughs> number two, Kentucky Derby. And number one, the Super Bowl. So... We got a couple more than five, but <laughs> we, we get what you're saying, Larry. I understand. Super Bowl is number one, yes. for sure. Yes. Kentucky Derby, I told you, it gets a lot of love. It does. I get it. I mean, the experience of it would be would be really cool. I just I have my sports that I love, and they are um, what dominate my list. Let's take a timeout. Coming up next, our parting shots on the morning drive. The North Louisiana Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Clinic is dedicated to helping you get back to your old self, maybe even better. Whether a sports-related injury or an accident in daily life has you sidelined, let the progressive all-star team of physicians, therapists, and professional staff at North Louisiana Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Clinic provide superior service and results. Visit us at MonroeOrtho.com to schedule your appointment at one of our three locations in Ruston, West Monroe, or 1501 Louisville Avenue in Monroe. Whatever car you're looking for, whatever the price for how many doors, cars, trucks, and SUVs, the king of the road, car king. We treat you like royalty, we earn your trust and loyalty. You'll be wearing the crown and you'll start to sing, the king of the road, the 
Gang of the Road Parking. Hi, I'm Lieutenant Governor Billy Nungesser. Louisiana is more than just a place to visit. It's our way of life, and that means being outdoors. Join the nearly 2 million people who camp, bike, paddle, and hiked our state parks last year as we invite you to do the same. Every corner of Louisiana has something to offer, from the world-class fishing at Toledo Bend to paddling at Fountainwood to exploring the ancient mounds at Poverty Point World Heritage Site. So fill up your car and staycation right here in our home, Louisiana. Let's get back to the sports on the morning drive. This hour is sponsored by Car King and Monroe. Unfortunately, in life, bad things happen to us. If you're struggling with some sort of trauma and want some professional help, you should consider EMDR Trauma Therapy from Amber White at Firm Foundations Counseling in Monroe. Amber White is one of the few therapists in our area trained in EMDR therapy, a type of therapy which uses eye movement and other stimulation to assist clients in processing distressing memories and beliefs. Blue Cross, Vantage, and TRICARE Insurance is accepted at Firm Foundations. If you're interested in learning more about EMDR trauma therapy, call Firm Foundations Counseling at 654-7010. That is 654-7010. Or go online to MyFirmFoundations.com for more information. Larry Monroe says, sorry, was texting too fast. No worries, Larry. We just had to pick on somebody beside ourselves. Everybody loves to pick on us, so. We had to get it on the phone. Don't text and drive. You know, I, I watched uh, or I was listening <clears throat> to a podcast um, the other day, and they were talking about how it is impossible to be articulate for 20 straight hours a week <laughs> because that's what they do. And I, I just had to laugh. I was like, <clears throat> that is so true. <laughs> like, we are the prime example of that, how many stupid things we say during the week, heck, during a show. So with that, uh, to pump us up, you know, yeah. I just want to pat ourselves on the back for being so articulate. Well played. That leads into parting shots. Come after me. I'm a man. I'm 40. Ooh. I'd love to see some of you do a little bit of research, and I think I'll be able to find six pallbearers. There is no such thing as a flop. It takes a field for our football team. And really do my heart good. The morning drive takes its parting shots. I like what? that one. Uh, that's a classic. I have not. That has not played since I've been here. Really? That has not played since I've been here. Taves, we need to put that one in rotation just because there's so many parts of it that are, are solid. Yeah, but uh, I've still got the old ones. Uh-huh. Well, I've probably got seven or eight different ones in the log, so every once in a while I'll, I'll dig uh-huh. out a classic. Yeah. See, I got and the it. professor wasn't his voice on there too, and in, in there with that's you. how you know. It. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you know it's old is when you hear the professor's yes. voice. <laughs> See, I got excited because I was like, oh, you cut some new ones? Yeah. Nope. One day. Not one the day, case. One of these happen. days. Yeah. They're new to you, Jake. Well, yes. That's right. <laughs> uh, Jake must have been a ba- big listener back in the day. A huge case. listener. Every day. <laughs> well, go, Jake. Well, what do you want me to do? <laughs> I don't care. All right. You want me to read this email? I won't read the whole thing. It's fine. All right. So what happened was uh, – so media members, go get figure this. Sometimes they're a little sloppy, a little lazy. They don't no. do the, the proper uh, paperwork to get credentials. Uh, the LHSA has a new media director, and, of course, she's new, so she's very she gung-ho, excited about her, her new job. And uh, she put it out there that, you know, there's going to be this firm deadline to get your credentials in. And nobody else may care about this or not, but – uh, it's it, kind of funny. It is funny because they had to extend the deadline like twice and said, 
and then they did it once no. again over the weekend. This is the fourth time. And they said, oh, this is the date right here. You have to have your stuff in or you're not going to get in to the boys' basketball championship. So then yesterday I get this email, and it was a mass email across the state to, to media members, and uh, it did not go over too well. No. So I'll read just bits and pieces that I find hilarious. All right. Uh, so it starts out with. Hello. No, it does not. <laughs> it starts out with the credential application deadline for boys basketball was extended three times. Three's in bold, by the way. That's how you greet us. Uh, many notices were posted on social media and an e-blast was sent out the same way we sent out important press releases. Still. There were some media that forgot to apply for boys' basketball credentials. Jake Martin. Or simply didn't think it was important enough to choose to apply. As professional media who operate on deadlines, you can understand my frustration when media members repeatedly choose to err on the side of (laughs) non-caution. Non-caution? Yeah. I like to live my life like that. Yeah, I like to err on that side. And don't submit credential applications, even though their teams are in the playoffs. Oh. And then it goes on to tell you, you what are you doing a do. disservice to your market and your listeners yeah. and your viewers and your readers. Well, see, I threw that in there. Okay, yeah, you did. But my opinion, I always thought I didn't want to submit, clog it up, and of course have all these credentials, and literally, and then I don't show yeah, up, yeah. and then it's like, well, why should I keep giving him credentials? Yeah. He doesn't show up. Yes. That's what my thought process is. So she's riled up. She is fired up, she's to say the least. So up. she's got to get the head honcho, the big cheese, the, the Sergeant Hulka involved, right? So Yeah, she gets Eddie Bonine himself. Eddie Bonine, the man you saw taking pictures with Boosie on Twitter. <laughs> he had to stop visiting with Boosie and get back to her. He sent back this response, and she concluded it. Actually, let me read this first before. She said, with all that said, I have consulted with Executive Director Bonine yeah. about reopening the credential portal for those desiring credentials as a one-time mulligan. Yeah. This is the only time it's going to happen, Aaron. You know what a mulligan is, too, right, Jake? Yes, big golf yes, yes, oh. yes, yes, yes. She, he says, I have received and reviewed the information you have submitted to me as it relates to media credentials for Boys State Basketball and Lake Charles. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> he, he says, um, as you know, last second requests have been a problem. I, we, inherited, and changing the culture of poor planning on someone else's behalf always seems constituted urgency on our behalf. That will change! <laughs> Exclamation point. It is not like our process is a burden or expensive. That being said, I will reconsider authorizing okay. you to reopen the credential portals, blah, 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 blah. So she admitted that it wasn't that big of a deal just to hand out some uh, pieces of paper or a wristband. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, and then um, this all came because uh, there were some people that got credentials at the w- girls basketball championships because there was probably thousands down there covering yeah. the, the event in Alexandria. So she reopens it for the fourth time. And this is what she ends with. Please note that this is a one time opportunity. Credential portals will never again be reopened under my tenure with the LHSAA. This is where I'm going to slip up next year and I'm going <laughs> to mess up and not get our credentials in for football. Right? Yeah. I'm going to have them in in October. Dude, I'm going to reply for everything. Uh, full disclosure, I had our request in for credentials. We were fine for girls and boys. Okay. So. Good. <laughs> I was waiting because I, my whole plan was yes. I mean, if, if my teams win, I'll go yeah. Saturday. Uh, well, I think it's funny, though. And now with the deadlines today, and whatever. I got more concerns about uh, the food down there and what they were serving. But 
Oh, will we have to pay this time? That's <laughs> oh, a different topic. I don't know if anybody cared about that party I shot don't know. or not, I just but it, it was funny. still good. Yeah, because yeah. you could just see somebody trying to do their job, and they're new at it, and, of course, they're trying to do it the right way, and now she's learning, oh, goodness, uh, I got all these people across the state that uh, – you know, they can't do their paperwork and hit a deadline on time, and then they're literally just showing up down there and trying to get in. Yeah, and that's frustrating. I get it. But whenever you're doing an email like that, you don't want your emotions yeah. to carry through. Like, you don't want to be able to read that emotion, and that you could see, you could read the frustration. But what kind of guts or <clears throat> would you have to say if somebody drove all the way down there and said, nope, you're not getting in, turn around, go home? Well, say this is our policy. Right. You know, you follow our rules, and if if you can prove that you did submit something and it's an error on our behalf, then we will change it. You read that uh, email very well, Jake. Thanks, Aaron. Yeah. I, you know, you usually don't like the way I read things, <laughs> but uh, I stepped it up for that one. All right, it was Top Ten Thursday. We revisit our, our bucket list. Uh, Jake had major issues with my list, probably the biggest being that I had running with the Bulls at number 10. I had a Masters on a Sunday with Tiger in contention at number one. At number two, Kentucky Derby, and to be in a suite to enjoy the races, I had at number two. And at number three, of course, the World Series game in Wrigley in the bleachers. My top three, number one was the Rose Bowl. Got to see that. The granddaddy of them all. What was that on? Eight. Eight. Give me a break. Number two was Duke UNC at Cameron Indoor. What was that on your list? Seven. Oh, brother. And number three for me was the College World Series. I need to go to Omaha and experience that. You did not crack my list. You don't even have it on the list. I had uh, back-to-back things taking place in Vegas, an opening weekend in Vegas on March Madness to be in a sports book and just be able to sit there and watch hoops Mm. and gamble. I think it would be a little bit enjoyable. And I don't even know if that's a sporting event or not. I don't think so, but I'll let it slip just because I love that so much. And, of course, uh, the other one being a major prize fight in Vegas, front row. Yeah. My other two were, I cheated. I had Ohio State versus Michigan and the Iron Bowl at number four. And then I had the Super Bowl at five. Uh, the biggest takeaway from uh, Jake, uh, he wasn't thinking very worldly. Whenever I brought up a, a World Cup game or perhaps a Tour de France or an event like that or perhaps running with the Bulls, he said, heck no. Heck no. Give, uh, give me the sports I care about. If you, right. if you want to experience something, I guess you can make the argument, you know, for the for the whole experience. But I'd rather go to four other college football games than that. All right. Uh, coming up tomorrow, it's another uh, busy day with a lot of different things taking place. We will be recapping, of course, what's taking place in the uh, conference tournaments. Also, uh, what is happening down in Lake Charles as we have Rabel and Wasman both in action later. Washita. Uh, Washita. Uh, Wasman, of course, uh, lost last night. Washita and Rabel both in action tonight. Yes. As well as all the conference tournaments. Did you say that? Yes, I did. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Uh, Great job on the board today, Tabor. Uh, Puff Daddy has made his way in. He is fired up, and he is ready to go. The Edge, coming up next on the all-new Sports Talk 97.7. Thanks for listening to the best of the morning drive with Dietrich and White. To listen live every day, tune in at ESPN977.com or subscribe in iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you find podcasts.